0: Hello there, dear listeners. Before we get to the episode today, we want to take a moment to talk about the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the right and access to safe and legal abortions in many states. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. And they're already talking about using this decision to attack other rights as well. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word. And now, back to your regularly scheduled idiocy. Welcome to Two Idiots and a Dog presents Zolgar's Comic Chat a mostly solo cast where I read through my ever-growing comic and graphic novel collection and talk about them. If you hadn't figured it out by now, I am still, as always, Zulgar. This episode I'm going to be talking about Hex 11, Volume 1, by Lisa K. Weber and Kelly Sue Milano, published by Hex Comics. Hex 11 is a mix of fantasy and cyberpunk, no, not like Shadowrun, more like Neuromancer if you replace the tech with magic. Like a lot of my indie comics, I picked this one up at a comic con several years ago. The aesthetic was the first thing to catch my attention, this weird mix of arcane and circuitry. I chatted with a couple of the creators, and in addition to telling me a bit about the book, they have the best sales pitch out there. Read the first issue online, it's free. If you like it, come back and buy the book tomorrow. Well, I did, and I did. Granted, it took me a few years to get around to reading it, but... Well, that's honestly why I started doing this, so I could read my comics and not feel guilty about not being productive. The famous line by Arthur C. Clarke states, Any technology sufficiently advanced is indistinguishable from magic. Hex 11 works almost the opposite notion. Magic sufficiently understood is indistinguishable from technology. In this world, magic has been discovered, studied, understood, mass produced, and commercialized. Prosthetic eye? Magic. Cell phone? Magic. Gun? Magic. A small portion of the population can do magic naturally, needing only training to teleport, fling lightning bolts, track people, or even bind demons. For everyone else, they just need to walk on down to their local R Us, not an actual business we see, and plop down their hard-earned money to buy magical doodads. Enter Omega. Your friendly neighborhood, evil mega corporation slash governing agency, I told you there were cyberpunk elements, because if there's money to be made and resources to be exploited, someone will crank that dial to 11. Story aside, I am in love with this world. If the ladies of Hex Comics ever decided to make an RPG set in this world, I would buy it in a heartbeat. The story focuses primarily on Eleanor. A young woman with natural talent, apprenticed to a skilled witch who seems to maybe know a little bit too much about things to come. It opens with Eleanor being sent on what seems to be a very mundane task of acquiring a scarf. And as is usually the case with comics, things go sideways right quick and she finds herself entangled in a plot involving Omega, a demon, a thief, an assassin, and a MacGuffin that will literally change the face of the world as they know it if it falls into the wrong hands. It is well written, there is a bit of exposition at the start, but when you're dealing with a world so different from the normal expectations of sci-fi or fantasy, you need at least a basic explanation of what you're getting into. The characters are compelling and the writing is well paced, with more world building mixed into the story and a few twists you may not expect. Volume 1 tells a contained story while also setting up more for Volume 2, and once you start reading it you're not going to want to put it down. The art is strong as well full color with detailed characters, and then backgrounds that are just slightly muted. There are still details, but the characters are definitely what's in focus. All characters have slightly exaggerated proportions and features. Unlike many comics featuring a female protagonist, the art is not meant to cater to the male gaze, even with the fact that when Eleanor unleashes her full power Her clothes get damaged. It's limited mostly to the sleeves of her shirt instead of going to the barely there rags that some titles would only use to keep from getting an adult rating. The details are great and the characters are all unique and expressive. Action is clear but it's still giving a sense of chaos and the detail of the magic, this intense glowing circuitry pattern on people hovering in the air interacting with the world as spells are cast. Some of the pages feel like they should actually be lit up and I love it. If you were to flip through this book with just the art, none of the text, you would still get a sense of what was going on, kind of like watching a movie on mute. It all flows together well enough to make a single cohesive book that, well, I'm not going to say it's perfect, but I will say that it was almost written exactly for me. In conclusion, I love this book. If you enjoy genre blending, cyberpunk, strong female protagonists, books that don't rely on eye candy to attract the male audience, and good art, I think you'll love it too. Don't take my word for it though. Go to hexcomics.com, that is comics with an X, and read the first issue, then go buy volumes 1 and 2. And while you're there, buy me a dragon kitty enamel pin. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, please consider sharing it with a friend. If you didn't enjoy this episode, please consider sharing it with someone you don't like so they can suffer too. Either way, I appreciate your listening and would love to hear your thoughts. Also, be sure to listen to the other shows from Two Idiots and a Dog Media. In most of them, there's even actually two of us. If you'd like to keep in touch, you can find us on pretty much all of the social media platforms at T-I-A-A-D Media. Typically, I'm the one you'll be interacting with there. You can also join us on Discord. You will find all pertinent links in the show notes. Consider also checking out Fanscape. Their narrator hasn't written a promo yet, so I guess that means it's on me. Do you like fanfiction? Do you like full cast audio dramas? If you answered yes to both of those questions, then you should listen to Fanscape, because it's a full cast audio drama of fanfiction. Season 1 is an Evangelion fanfic that just completed. Season 2 is in the works. Also, don't tell Fanscape, but I haven't listened yet. I don't like Evangelion. If you'd like to send kaiju fan mail or reach out to the idiots for anything, you can email us at tiAadmedia at gmail.com. And of course, if you're a comic creator and would like me to cover yours, feel free to reach out as well. Lastly, if you want to support our dream of becoming successful enough to actually be able to afford food, you can support us on Patreon or Ko-fi. We are media on both, and of course, the links will be in the show notes as always.